Welcome to the Fantasy End Podcast, where we share our love for all things fantasy and discuss the broader speculative fiction industry. Welcome to the Fantasy End. Hello, and welcome back to the Fantasy End Podcast. This week, we're looking ahead at 2021, which will hopefully be a better and brighter year than the one we just finished. Uh, so we're going to take a look at some of the 2021 releases we're most excited about, as well as any reading goals we might have. I'm Travis. I'm Sarah. I'm Shania. I'm Cobb. All right. Well, to start us off, what is everyone reading? Um, Nothing. <laughs> I finished my last read of 2020, the 31st of December, 31st of December, yeah, which was the Square Archie's Rectory Christmas by Harper Fox, uh, which is a sequel epilogue novella of Seven Summer Nights by Harper Fox. And I haven't picked up a book since then. So it's, um, I think I'm putting too much pressure into the first book of 2021 i want to start it right i've already finished a book in 2021 and right now i'm reading a second book which is strange beasts of china by yan Ge. and this is a translated book uh, translated from chinese about a city where um like humans and so-called beasts live together and it's kind of like surreal fiction um I guess magical realism maybe or like more litfic than anything else and I feel like I'm not getting as much out of this book as I should probably because I don't know enough about China um because I think it's supposed to be all like like ethnic minorities in China but I don't know enough about ethnic minorities in China like you know like as a, as a metaphor sort of thing so I'm just left going like uh-huh this is interesting and kind of depressing so <laughs> um unfortunately I'm not getting as much out of it as I as I could but yeah Interesting and kind of depressing kind of seems like your brand anyway for what you read. At the moment, yes. <laughs> I, I didn't want to say that. And then you went and said it. <laughs> <laughs> I have no shame. That should be clear by now. <laughs> I mean, it is good. I think people should check it out. But there is like a, um, there's going to be like a online conference thing where people talk about books and translation. So I'm going to hope to join that so that I can maybe get some explanation of this book. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, Cop, what about you? So I'm not reading anything, but I did finish a book yesterday, Vaseline Buddha by Jung Young Moon, translated from the Korean by Ye Won Jung. And what do you, did you think of it, Cop? Yes, I am Cop. Oh my god. But tell us what it is about, though, even if you don't say what you think of it. It's about thoughts, and I'm not exaggerating, like it really is just about someone's thoughts. A guy is almost robbed, and then he rambles for 180 pages. Wow, you managed to find something even more niche than Genia. High five, cop. <laughs> yes, you did it. All right, and I am currently going through the audiobook for Carved from Stone and Dream by T. Frohawk, which is the second full-length book in her Los Nephilim series, uh, which is kind of like really interesting. It's like uh, gangster angels is probably not the correct way to phrase it. It's more 
like you've got these half angels and these half demons who are constantly reincarnated so they're like effectively immortal and they're always kind of at war with each other and they're also like meddling with human affairs and it's set in like that weird time that very few fantasy books seem to be set which is like between world war one and world war two uh and it's also not in the u.s or like the uk or anything which is interesting it's uh set mostly in spain with uh like a little france and germany and it seems to be leading up to like the conditions for World War II. So I'm expecting that's sort of where it's going. They've mentioned Hitler a few times. <laughs> okay, everybody's reading something kind of grim. <laughs> it has something to do with music, right? Um, music is very present, yeah. Yeah, every the entire magic system is based on music. So like the first book that I just finished, the entire goal was like, trying to remember this song that's like this magical key to let you move between dimensions. Um, and like, to cast spells, they sing, and it's really, really cool, actually. Uh, you don't see that a lot, I guess. No, oh, yeah. It has been recommended to me by, I think, five different people. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I still hasn't picked it up. Sorry, five different people. I'm, I'm sorry. I will read it eventually. Oh, and the uh, audiobook narrator is Vikas Adam, who is uh, the same who does, like, The Nice Dragon's Finish Last by Rachel Aaron. Oh, cool. That's a great, that's a great narrator. Yeah, he's a good he's guy. He's awesome, yeah. Uh, well, I guess moving on to our main topic. So how are we approaching 2021? Are we having different reading goals this year? What are we excited about? Well, um, I finished 2020 with 86 books read, so it wasn't bad for a duster bin, trash can, in fire kind of year. Um, so I'm setting the goal for 2021 to 90, which I think I'll reach because I read a lot of novellas and I'm not ashamed to put novellas into my reading goals. So, yeah, um, in terms of a number of books, I set it at 90, and I think I think it's doable. Yeah, I just kept my goal from last year. Uh, so last year, my goal was 70 books, and I read 72. So that seems like probably a, a reasonable goal for me this year. So I'm just keeping mine the same. Smashed it. <laughs> <laughs> was, were some of those books uh, actually erotica short stories? Maybe. But, you know, I <laughs> hit the goal. Well, that counts. I always set my goal on Goodreads as like 50 books. So last year I had 101. But I just feel like 50 means there's no pressure. And I don't want to have pressure about the amount of books I read. So I never set a Goodreads goal for myself. Um, maybe this is weird, but I don't like to know how many books I read every year. Because it'll either be this extreme ego boost like look at me i read 102 books this year and i'll get full of myself for five minutes or it'll be oh i only read 32 books this year i which... like that 32 is little i mean for you know i know yeah yeah it's funny because uh, a lot of people like outside of book twitter it, they're like oh my god i reached my goal of 10 books and i'm like yeah, yeah, that's what <laughs> normal people do. <laughs> they don't read 80 books a year. <laughs> I do know I finished 14 books in, in December. Nice. No, that's because I managed to finish four and I'm quite 
proud of myself because um, well, with me being with my family and the holidays, reading wasn't my priority, but I managed for it, which isn't bad. I think I have less like amount of books goals and more types of books goals. So um, last year, I've already mentioned this a bunch of times, but last year I did a, a ratio kind of reading thing where I read um, four sci-fi fantasy books to three literature books to two nonfiction books. So I kind of like made sure that I didn't read only fantasy, but also other things. And this year I'm going to continue doing that because I really enjoyed that. Um, but I'm going to change the ratio a little bit. So it'll be for sci-fi fantasy, to for literature, to two nonfiction. So um, I realized that recently I've been enjoying a lot of other um, non-fantasy fiction books. And so um, this actually kind of matches my my interests at the moment a little a little closer. And then I also want to read uh, more translated literature of every kind, less things written by Americans and British people. No offense to Americans and British people, but I'm just kind of over it. <laughs> Sorry. I'm not over it, but I'm just interested in other opinions and cultures and things like that. Because I feel like often I would read, for example, something by an Asian American author or something, which I mean, is also definitely a cool thing to read about, but also it'd be cool to read something from like an Asian person living in Asia sort of thing. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's different perspective and also translated works. Exactly. Like if I read a Russian American or a Russian who lives in Russia, then obviously I get something different from these things. Yeah, I cannot do that. Like, you know, the ratio thing. Uh, when I finished 2020, I was like, oh, I, I've read too many romance books. Why? And then 2020, like, I, I saw 2020 go through my eyes, like, the, the whole year. Like, ah, okay, yeah. I remember why I've read so many romance books. Um, because this year was shit and I needed something to, as a pick me up. Um, so, um, I was like, yeah, but next year I'm going to try for more fantasy books, but I'm not making any promises. <laughs> like, there's no way I like. I, I'm a mood reader. I I just go wherever my mood takes me. <laughs> so, yeah, I think it's because like I actually really enjoy reading um, nonfiction, and I found out that I really enjoy reading other types of literature. Um, but I just. I would always, because it's it's more difficult for me to find one and it's more difficult for me, like there's no one to discuss it with. And so like, I'd, I'd always sit and be like, I would love to read it, but I'm not reading it. And this way, it's like, I force myself to read it. And then once I start the book, I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. <laughs> so, yeah. On the topic of translated literature, there's a publishing company, Deep Vellum, V-E-L-L-U-M, that uh, exclusively publishes translated literature. Mm -hmm. I, I've seen a couple um, really interesting ones recently. Uh, so there's uh, Tilted Axis. They publish um, Asian translated literature, I think. And then there's also called uh, something called Peren Press, which translates European uh, literature. Um, so I've been trying to look into that. And the Perrine Press ones are the ones who run that book club that I mentioned before, uh, where they interview uh, different uh, authors, I think. I haven't listened to any yet, but it's on Zoom and it's free. So if anybody's interested, you should look into that. The book uh, Vaseline Buddha that I mentioned earlier was from the Deep Vellum Press. And I don't think they limit 
um, in terms of who they translate. Like they're not focused on any particular one because I've seen books from the Republic of the Congo, uh, Morocco, France, Mexico, you know, etc. I mean, that's also cool. I definitely have to check them out. Yeah, I think that's probably one of the areas that I'm weakest in is reading any kind of translated fiction. So I think that should probably be one of my goals this year. Um, especially that's like one of the only squares I have left in our fantasies book bingo. So <laughs> I probably need to get on that sooner than later. Yeah, I think it's, um, I don't know, like when I go into an Austrian bookstore, there's so many books translated from all around the world. But I feel like when I like talk, you know, because I usually talk about books with um, English speaking people online. And I feel like there's so many books published in English that people don't read much translated literature as a rule. Whereas like, again, in Austria, you get a lot of American things and a lot of um, also things from other European countries and, and from further abroad as well. Yeah. My goal for one of them for 2021 is to find someone to translate a Mongolian fantasy. That would be amazing. Wait, like, so you would be responsible for finding the translator and getting them to translate something or just find a translated work of Mongolian fantasy? As in hopes and dreams. Sure. No, that's an amazing goal. I guess my only other, like, real goal is because, like, every now and then I take a look at my reading and see what big gaps I have. And, I mean, yeah, still speaking within, like, fantasy fiction. So I realize that is kind of limited. But uh, a few years ago, I took a look and realized I was reading almost all books by men. Uh, so now I think I'm settled in around 60% women, 40% men, like, very broadly speaking. But I'm still very terrible at reading books by authors of color. Uh, so that's definitely, I feel like, a blind spot that I'm hoping to correct. Mine would be, like, apart from reading more SFF and uh, reaching my Goodreads goal, um, I need to do that thing where you start a book and you actually finish it, which is, I know, crazy. <laughs> but yeah. I, I need to start doing that. And there are books that were released in 2020, and I was, like, going through my Goodreads shelf uh, of highly anticipated for 2020. And I realized that half of those I haven't read yet. I mean, most notably, The Once and Future Witches by Alex Harrow and Hollow Empire by Sam Hawk. Um, which were on my top anticipated uh, list, and I haven't read them yet. Uh, so I'm going to go through uh, this list and try to catch up, because in our community and what we do, we tend to chase after the next shiny thing, and I just want to stop and actually read the things that I've missed. And also review them. I really, yes. I feel like I haven't actually written a review since like April or March. Like when Corona started, I was like, I don't have the brain power for reviews. <laughs> but, you know, maybe I'll even start reviewing before back, being vaccinated or whatever. <laughs> but yeah, that's actually something I started doing in maybe like September or October. Just reading books on the backlist that I wanted to read. So in November or December, for example, I read Imaro by Charles Saunders, which is a sword and soul book from, I think, the 1980s that I'd wanted to read. Um, I read The Ships of Marior by Janie Wirtz in December, which is from the mid-90s originally. And so 
it's good to not have the pressure of having to worry about the shiny new book. Well, especially when nothing's being released. That's typically when I tend to do backlist books. Okay, I guess on that note, one of my goals that I can hope I can stick to is I would like to read, say, 10 books this year that are for fun, that I choose for myself and I have no obligations and I just want to read them. That's grim, man. Like, <laughs> all my reading is for fun. Am I doing this wrong? I mean, I, I should clarify, right? It's not like grim in the sense that I still love the other books that I'm reading, but there is that like expectation on top of it that it is for something. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. I've started to limit the amount of arcs I request because it over time it starts to feel like I can't read anything until I finished these five arcs that are looming yeah. over me. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let's pivot into talking about the books that we're excited about for 2021. <laughs> well, that's super grim note. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we need to like be super structured and go through like, this is what we're looking forward to in January, and this is February and everything. But uh, I know I at least have like a handful of books that I'm really, really excited about for the year. Ooh, yay. Tell us more, tell us more. Okay, sure. Uh, so first one on my list should uh, surprise no one is Notes from the Burning Age by Claire North. What? Uh, so that comes out... <laughs> Shocking, right? Uh, so yeah, I think that's early July 2021. Um, I actually know nothing about what it's supposed to be about. Uh, I have seen... I don't even know if the book's been like officially announced, but it's not a secret because you can find it if you search online. But yeah, it's Claire North, so I know I'm going to love it. Oh, are we doing like one each or...? Oh, I, I, I don't know. I didn't want to just hog the mic. In January, I'm looking forward to... No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> My most anticipated book of 2021, and this might be a surprise again, is The Past is Read by Catherine M. Valenti. What? <laughs> what a surprise. <laughs> you guys are on brand today. Is it a sequel to The Future is Blue or unrelated? It's a companion, which I have read. There's literally only two things from her I haven't read yet. And they're two, well, now Patreon exclusive, but originally really older published works. I really want an arc of it. The past is read. So if any publicist is listening to us right now. <laughs> hint, hint. Hint, hint, not, 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 not. I think the one I'm most looking forward to is um, The Hidden Palace by Helene Wecker. Uh, this is a sequel to uh, The Golem and the Genie. And it was supposed to come out, I think, either a year or two ago. So I just, I've just been excitedly refreshing. I added it to my Goodreads, but now there's finally, there's been a title change. It was supposed to be called The Iron Season, but now it's The Hidden Palace. It's, uh, it has a time that it's coming out, which is sometime in the summer, I think. And I'm just really excited. Um, it's going to be following the same characters of the Gollum and also a genie, uh, but it takes place at the turn of the century, uh, New York. Um, so it's set up in the lead up to World War One, And I think this is just a really interesting time and I'm really excited for it. I thought you meant like a literal time. You know, it's going to come out at 6 p.m. It is going to come out at 6 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard. <laughs> but I will receive it at midnight. <laughs> yeah, I need to read book one. I haven't read it yet. 
I think you'll like it. It's a really good book to listen to while you're wandering around the city because they end up wandering around the city a lot. So it's really nice. I have like quite a lot of books I'm looking forward in 2021. So I'm going to mention one of them is The Galaxy and the Ground Within by Becky Chambers, uh, which is the fourth and final Wayfarer's book. It's going to be weird not to have a Wayfarer book to look forward to because those books have been like just such a piece of uh, optimism and joy. And like you could feel that 2020 didn't have any of those released. Um, so I'm looking forward to it To And I've seen like um, arcs going around and I've uh, seen people crying on social media about, about the book. So I'm <laughs> excited and a bit nervous about it. Uh, it's out in February, so not long to wait. I could ask for a review copy because um, they've been quite generous. Uh, with them but I don't want to but was it planned because at some point I thought the third one was supposed to be the last one uh, for I, good I couldn't say I mean I thought the same but I didn't know if I was wrong or if it's like a su surprise fourth book I thought it was a trilogy mm -hmm. so when everyone was like oh no the fourth one is the last one I was like what we're getting a fourth one yay <laughs> Well, I mean, maybe that's good. Maybe that means we'll get a fifth one eventually. No, they said that uh, it's going to be the last one. And Becky Chambers has a couple of novellas uh, unrelated to uh, The Wayfarers that are out between 2021 and 2022. So that's going to be good as well. But I, I'm going to say something very controversial. Um, so far, novellas aren't uh, Becky Chambers' forte. I mean... <laughs> um, she needs like more space to develop her characters and her like the the links between them and i think it's, it's i'm sure it's going to be good but i'm not looking forward to it as much as i am looking forward to uh the fourth wayfarers so i know another book that we definitely have to mention right is the fall of babel by josiah bancroft so ending his I, I always forget the name of the series because I just Babel. think of it as the Sinless Sins books. The Books of Babel. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Babel. I checked. God, I want an arc of that too. <laughs> yeah, it feels like we have to mention that considering that was part of like why the Fantasy End blog originally formed is because everyone wanted to get the arc of his next book. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Josiah. Like... Very mercenary. <laughs> Hi, Orbit. Are you listening? Oh, I, I need a cat and a cake. That's how I bribe Orbit. I have a cat right with next cat to pics. me right now. Oh, that means you're going to have the arc. Yeah, I'm really excited for it. Yeah, I feel like every every one of his books is slightly um, differently structured, right? Like the second one had introduced different uh, POVs and the third one kind of like did the whole... Yeah, timeline. different parts yeah. of the period. Yeah, exactly. The timelines, the shenanigans, and I'm excited for what the fourth one will have. He is extremely talented. Um, and I'm like looking forward to it. And I'm also kind of curious to see what he does next. Like, um, yeah. yeah. It has been like how long? The, the self-published version was out in 2013. So it has been now eight years it's going to be hard to move forward, uh, but I'm sure he's going to 
be awesome in whatever he tries next. I think he said he was looking at maybe trying a comedy novel, which would be interesting. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> although, <laughs> although uh, I mean, it's kind of weird too, because I don't know if he was joking about that, which <laughs> seems like it fits, okay. but, you know, I think he could really pull that off well. He could. He has that yes, very dry sense but of like, humor. Like, said it said it in this universe <laughs> just like <laughs> shenanigans is k's book coming out in 2021 or is that later yeah yeah so the dragon of ginseng that's coming out uh i want to say like summer or maybe like towards the end of the year because that's also for me an anticipated release i think i read the traditional published second book either in 2020 or 2019 and the self-published in maybe 2017 or 2016 whenever it was released and so i'm looking forward to the third book in that series yeah i still need to read the second one <laughs> when i told you i was late i mean <laughs> oh well we're talking about sequels uh jade legacy by fonda lee is coming out i'm pretty sure yeah, and Fulmer Lee is excited about it as well. I'm really excited for that, and I haven't even started the series, so... <laughs> <laughs> Man, I am really excited. I hope that, I don't know, half of them die, but like in a really cool way, it'll be awesome. Why I are you like this way? Amazing. But being... Because they're gangsters, right? <laughs> I so like it's them. okay. I don't want them to die. I like them too, but I mean, I feel like it would be... Like, really an epic, tragic ending if it's like, yes, you live violently, you die violently, right? Oh, so if I read Jade Legacy first and everyone dies, and then when I read the next, like, book two or book one, then everyone will be alive. So it'll be great. Boo! <laughs> Very boo! The fuck up! <laughs> Don't do that! Um... Speaking about ending, well, first of all, um, I'm excited about Jade's legacy and I haven't like finished Jade War yet uh, because I'm, I'm terrified of this book again, uh, but I'm pretty sure the ending of the series is going to be amazing because book one was crazy good. <laughs> and speaking of uh, ending of series, the last book of the serial series, The King of Fairy, is going to be released also by A.G. Lancaster, is going to be released in 2021. We don't have a date yet, but it's the last book of the quartet. So um, book three ended on sort of not a... Um, like it ended on a high note, but with a lot of questions. And I'm excited about the last book of the series. So uh, it makes sense that since uh, the three first books were in my favorite list of 2020, uh, the fourth and final book would be in my most anticipated list of 2021. Also, speaking about series endings, I want to try and finish more series this year because I finished at least four or five in 2020 and it was good to have that weight lifted and not have to worry about I still have these books to finish, you know? So what about books that um, are by like debut authors or authors that you guys haven't read before? Dead people. <laughs> <laughs> what no <laughs> debut not dead <laughs> <laughs> but dead authors yes <laughs> um so i think the one i'm most excited for is she who became the sun uh by shelly parker chan this is like the one actually i don't even know what it's about in my head it's like the kneeling book because 
that's the one thing everybody keeps mentioning about it. There's this really hot scene where people are like, where somebody's kneeling. And so that's like, that's enough for me. I'm excited. <laughs> it's blurbed as Milan meets the Song of Achilles. So yes, that's a better way of putting it. <laughs> <laughs> I have it. I need to start it. But Wait, again, you fuck you. How? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> How uh, magic. I asked him to say yes. I mean, I asked the gallery, so it was unpersonal, but <laughs> they approve. I, I don't know why they keep approving me. I got approved for a desolation called Peace the literal oh, that's day cool. I requested it. Oh, that's awesome. I need to finish a memory called Empire. <laughs> but I did not get approved for She Who Became the Sun yet. Oh, that's too bad. Oh, A Desolation Called Peace is by Arcady Martin. Yeah, it's the sequel to A Memory Called Empire. Yeah, I'm also really looking forward to uh, The Unbroken by C.L. Clark, which I think comes out March. But yeah, uh, because apparently we're very highbrow, I also don't know very much about it. I know there's politics. I know there is a gorgeous cover featuring some great biceps. Uh, <laughs> I don't know much more about it beyond that, but I'm really excited. Do you guys feel like publicists and authors are starting to promote the books more like vibes than actual plots? Or is it just a feeling I have? Probably. I mean, at least from our social media circles, that seems to be what people respond to more yeah. anyway. I mean, I do. But <laughs> yeah, and like AO3 tags and things like that. But I think it's really because, yeah, it's the Twitter, Twitter sphere. I go into most books blind still. Like, I don't really read the plot uh, synopsis, even for arcs that I request. But I read the kind of taglines or the vibes it's going for you know if that makes sense i mean so that that kind of raises an interesting question which uh i guess to keep it tangentially on topic is sort of like why are we excited about what we're excited about because i'm similar where i i could rarely tell you what a book is about like before i pick it up other than like a vague impression so like why do we pick those books up in the first place right like what gets us so excited about them if we don't read that back cover copy or something the hype surrounding it. Yeah, exactly. I know some people uh, like you who isn't here with us today, but um, he always jokes about how the more hyped a book is, the less likely he is to pick it up. Um, not to be contrary, because he I just, get that. Yeah, <laughs> you, yeah, you have that too. Yeah, I'm, I'm the opposite. Uh, I'm just swept by the hype, and um, usually, like my my Twitter circle is. It's all people who have the same taste as I do. So if they're excited, I'm excited. Also, okay, I'm just going to be honest here. Some books, summaries, you know, on the the back of the book or on Goodreads are like, I don't know, six paragraphs long. And I don't have time for that. <laughs> <laughs> I Yeah, I get that. I think uh, so this time of year, I watch a lot of booktube videos, which um, are like my favorite reads of 2020 and my most anticipated reads of 2021. And then if I know that if I like match with the booktuber, I will probably enjoy what they're interested in. And they kind of also summarize it also usually in a better way than the official Goodreads summaries or the official publishing summaries, because <laughs> they're just like, oh, this book is blah 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 and i'm really excited because blah 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 and then i also get excited um i don't i don't really like the official things as much yeah we're supposed to provide that kind of service for people so <laughs> we don't provide that kind of service for people 
Speaking of debut authors, um, I've got a an arc of The Counselor by E.J. Beaton. I couldn't tell you what it's about. I mean, I've read the blurb a million times. The problem isn't with the blurb or the book. It's my memory. I, I keep forgetting what it's about, but I think it has like palace intrigue and poison, which is my thing. So I'm excited about this one, but it's a bit like cheating because I got the arc a while ago and I just <laughs> didn't get to it yet. So it's one of my anticipated, but I can't, I could just open my Kindle uh, reads for 2021. Speaking of books you have an arc for, you have The Mask of Mirrors, right? By M.A. Carrick. I finished it. Yeah. Is it good? It, it's really good. I finished it like between uh, Christmas and the New, New Year's Eve. I had like this crazy craving for just binging fantasy, which happens never. Um, so I did that. I finished uh, The Masks of Mirrors um, by M.A. Carrick and also A Marvelous Light by Freya Mask. Uh, well, to talk about first Mask of Mirrors, um, I think you're going to either love it or hate parts of it, very specific things about it, because I know oh, you, God. you know, I, it's, it's amazing, but I know you. <laughs> There are things, I was reading them, I was like, oh, Genia is going to hate that. <laughs> um, but it doesn't say much for our listeners. So uh, <laughs> it's fun. It's uh, It has this amazing world building. Um, you can feel that it's uh, the author's specialty and the character's are so real <laughs> at first i was chatting with tra tra travis and uh, as a general rule you shouldn't read a book after travis reads it because <laughs> he's annoying he's so annoying about it <laughs> what? Like, yeah he is i mean i was like oh my god fuck the rich i'm rooting for the underdog and, and like um when i was halfway i was uh, i sent him a dm that i won't explain because spoiler and he said ha ha yeah basically he was just taunting me how about <laughs> it now so don't do that try to read books before travis reads them hey i wouldn't have taunted you <laughs> okay i'm fairly sure i should like clear my name a little bit i didn't actually taunt you what i was doing was like if there are tragic things that happen to certain characters, uh, I would then start asking you, so how do you feel about this character? No reason. Uh, and so, well, hmm, maybe that is taunting, yeah. but it's fun. For whom? <laughs> and uh, for anyone who might be interested in The Mask of Mirrors, I will say there may be an interview with the authors coming up next week. Hint, hint. Hate hint again. I guess I'm the only person who's still anticipating <laughs> this book if everybody else has read it, but I am anticipating it, maybe. Apparently, some parts of it I'm not anticipating. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a weird one because it's, I think you and Hugh, I couldn't tell because it has things you'd love and it has things you'd send me, like caps lock DMs about. So like, what the fuck is that? Okay. I don't understand because, yeah. I feel like now I'll be very... I feel like now I'm scared that I'll be like, oh, it was okay. And then you'll be disappointed in me. No, no. I <laughs> like, mean, like, I mean, the, 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 the things you think I'll hate, I won't hate. <laughs> oh, no. I, I It's not that you'll... I mean, maybe hate it's... Maybe hate is a strong word, but um, 
you'd like you'd be disappointed by something that also kind of was the reason why I gave it four point five and not five. Whoa! But it's an amazing book, by the way. But just yeah, I know. But I'm, you know how I rate books? I rate them like like Santa. But but I just there is something. I'm excited for you to read it. Okay. So I just remembered another book I'm looking forward to that I think is scheduled for August this year is In the Watchful City by, and I hope I get this pronunciation right, S. Chiyi Lu. It's, I don't actually know what it's about, but <laughs> so uh, I have an, a really amazing website. Oh yeah, the golden one? The one in, in gold and black, right? I think it's in red. Or am I thinking of something else? It's in red and black. Okay, now I'm I'm thinking of something else. But so A R uh I think a short Is story writer and are expanding into <laughs> the realm of novellas and novels. And so I'm really looking forward to it. Cop, why is your cat so unhappy or happy? Oh, he wants to get out of the room, but if I let him out of the Aww. room, he'll come back into the room. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's me. <laughs> oh, <Aww. So> <laughs> send a pic of the cat, I mean. Uh, to the podcast <laughs> listeners. <laughs> to the podcast Come listeners. Editing this out. Try out. <laughs> okay. Uh, so any any final thoughts before we close this out? Is the Catherine Arden book coming out yes. this year? Yeah. The, the, oh, the, the one which is like... No, Sorry, I thought you said Catherine Addison. Uh, no, I don't think so. Uh, I don't okay. think she has a new book this year. The, okay. The one which is like supposed to be in the f set in French World War One. Yeah, something. no, she's still writing okay. it. I think. Okay, who's looking forward to 2022 releases? <laughs> I am because Shadow Shakaburi has a new series about pirates. So I'm <gasps> super excited about that. Is that 2022? Yeah, or 23 because Ooh. homeschooling Ooh. sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Pandemic is a well, bitch. Forget all the 2021 books. 2022 is the year it's at. <laughs> um, I haven't mentioned all the books I wanted to talk about because there are a lot. But I just want to say, C.S. Pacat has a new series and I'm like ridiculously hyped for Shocked. it. Shocked. It's going to be... Yes, I know we're all saying very shocking things today. <laughs> So C.S. Pacat is the author of The Captive Prince, and if you talked to me for like two seconds, you'd know how I feel about this series. Um, so she has a YA series coming up, uh, which is called, uh, the series is called Dark Rise, I think, but um, I don't remember the title of book one. And it's going to be YA, and it's going to be, uh, I think, um, like alternative universe London, and I don't care if she, she can write whatever she wants. I'm I'm on board. <laughs> yeah, 2021. Okay. Well, on that note, if there are no final final thoughts, 
I guess it's time to turn the question to our audience. So what books are you looking forward to in 2021 or 2022 if you're chaotic like Jenny and Sarah? <laughs> uh, are you attempting any reading challenges or uh, setting any reading goals for yourself? Let us know your thoughts. Uh, we'd love to hear from you on Twitter or our Discord server. And as always, you can find us online at thefantasyin.com. We're also on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook as The Fantasy Inn. And if you like to chat books and random nonsense with us in real time, we'd love to have you in our Discord server. And I think that's a wrap. So that's all for this week. Until next time. Goodbye. Oh my god, we're so unprofessional compared to you. Yeah. Ugh. Is that a cat? <laughs> <laughs>